Good lord, what a great intro. What's up, everybody? Hang on, hang on. Where's the... Oh, Amanda Wheeler's with us today again. Nope, she's not just her name. You should follow her on Twitter, though. I mean... You you should definitely follow her on Twitter. I don't know why I can't find the correct lower third, but that's annoying. What's up, everybody? Welcome back, or welcome to, or welcome back to TBN. TBN, this is the live stream where we focus down on all the really critically important parts of the vape industry. News, science, policy, legislation, nicotine, smoking, uh, you know, Bloomberg, World Health Organization, uh, harm reduction, all the things. That's what we do here. I am your really bad libertarian host, freedom-enjoying bad libertarian host, Grim Green, joined now by my uh, far-left fact-checker. It's Danielle Jones. Hi. Hi, Danielle Jones. Oh, you know, I'm just over here checking facts on the left. She does. She's a fact checker. We were having a very lively discussion about economics before this. Really very good. But uh, we'll leave that in the pre-show because we're here today to talk about vaping across the world, you guys. Vaping across the world. One thing that I feel like happens, uh, I'm very guilty of it, is... You know, U.S. advocates, we get blinders on. We get, like, U.S. blinders on. And Canadian advocates, like, Canadian blinders, it's like you get focused down, obviously, on your home country because that's what directly affects you. Yep. But vaping is a very global thing. It's a very global movement, and there are literally millions and millions and millions and millions of vapors across the world. Sometimes, like I said, we get focused down on our own country. Um, so today, I thought we would take some time to uh, just talk about the rest of the world. Talk about literally everything that's going in on that's not in the United States of America. Although we will definitely start off with things that are going on in the United States of America. I got to tell you, I've been crazy distracted all day long today. Crazy distracted. It's, there's elections going on. California yep. doesn't get to do any voting, but no, other, I was gonna say, other states, yeah, nothing for us. Other states are doing a lot of voting today. So if you're in a state that's voting today, go vote for sure. Participate in the system. It's it's your duty. Yeah, it is your duty. <laughs> it's your duty. It's your duty as an American. It's not. I mean, it is kind of your duty, isn't it, to vote? It is your duty. I've always said uh, that. I, I also believe it it's an it's an American uh, virtue to not vote. I think that if you are looking at the candidates and you don't want to vote for either of them, then you should not vote for either of them. Don't you think? Mm. You're not a lesser of two evils. You're a lesser no, of two evils person. Okay. Vote. That's fine. Vote. vote. Always vote. Vote. I don't Always know. As vote. like a woman who you know wasn't you know women weren't always allowed to vote no you weren't i'm like i can't believe we gave you that how are you (laughs) (laughs) how are you guys just not voting like not everybody has had that privilege there are a lot of people that can't vote that wish they could and i think that it is something that some people take for granted and i also think that it is our job as americans to vote because uh these things affect you so what how are yeah. you just not caring? Vote. And if you don't vote, 
you know, I mean, I guess you do get to complain. You just, nobody will listen to you. You know, if you don't vote, I feel like you don't get to complain. Yeah, I, I, if you don't vote, I don't want to hear it. I don't. Well, Write somebody's name in if you have to. I spent many years of my life not caring, not voting, only voted in presidential elections. And even Mm -hmm. then, it was only for the president. It wasn't Mm. anything else. I never voted locally when I lived up in Tahoe area ever. It wasn't until I got into L.A. that I started caring about local politics. Really with vaping and local politics is when I actually started caring and voting and like researching every individual candidate regardless of if it's you know superintendent of district 12 k through l you know schools like i am doing a deep dive on this person and i'm going to decide who to vote for you know oh my husband and i dedicate a night to it when it's voting night yeah we've got ipads tablets yeah pieces of paper we're googling everybody we're going on we're seeing what the newspapers recommend we're looking at people's websites we're we're doing all the things all the things it's kind of fun it feels like you're uh really in really part of the process i like it exactly i like like it a lot you know, and some of it is obviously biased. Like I'm looking at somebody's resume and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but I don't feel you're qualified for this position. Yeah. You know, you haven't given me enough to think that you are and your talking points are dumb. So I'm not <laughs> voting for you. Like and what they put out is important because, you know, it's not like I can see their entire life from my little phone. So this, the, what's on your website is real important candidates because that's what I'm looking at. It and is. when I see your dumb talking points, I'm Did like, you, no. so, did you see this guy, the New York gubernatorial candidate, got into an argument like a shouting match with security at the polling place? Did you read this news today? I did not. This Why do? guy, Why he, you do that? He's he's crazy. He uh, he's not crazy. Look, I'm not going to say that. He wanted. He desperately wanted. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that's on the ballot for a political position of power in the state Uh of New York. Okay. Uh He would desperately wanted to bring his cat to the polling place to vote with his cat. He has lots of cats and he brought one special cat with him to vote. Okay. The security at the polling place said, I'm sorry, you can't have a cat in here. This, that, and the other reasons you can either take your cat home and vote, or you can leave your cat here, go in and vote. I'll give your cat when you come back. They got into a big yelling match that ended with the guy on the ballot shouting to security, arrest me then, arrest me then. Why, though? Why, Why do though? That? I don't know. Hand Kitty off to poll worker, go vote. Go and vote. Come back out. And this you're is trying a very to be... reasonable request. People right. are allergic to cats. Your sure. Cat Get loose and disrupt all the Health voting. Issue. I mean, this yeah, it's not unreasonable. It's just a regular rule, like no cats allowed in the polling place. Well, law and order, you guys. What happened to that? I mean, just be a just little reasonable. Just follow the rules. It's ridiculous. So I've been following that. I've been following the Kyle Rittenhouse thing because that's fascinating oh, to me. God. I've been I've been following. I've been so distracted. I've been following the QAnon. In Dallas. Oh God! Okay, that I saw. This is uh, this is one of the highlights of my day, truly and honestly. Expecting I'm, a dead politician to come back to life and reinstate like Trump. Years <laughs> later, like, like, or something? What? No, not twenty. Not twenty. He's twenty-two years. He's been dead 22? for twenty-two years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
John F. Was, Kennedy Jr. has been dead for 22 years, and he's going to come back to life and reinstate Trump as president. You didn't know that this was happening today? Wait, first off, I don't, I can't keep any Kennedys straight. Mm. Which is the president one that got assassinated? Uh, Robert, uh, Robert F. Kennedy okay. was assassinated, I believe. So who's the one that they think is coming back John, to John, life? John, John Kennedy, JFK Jr. And who John, is that or, uh, to John the former F. Kennedy president? Jr.? No, Robert Kennedy was his brother. John Kennedy was the president. JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead. I don't keep track of who people are. I don't, I don't keep know what track to tell you. I don't know the Kennedys. No, I it, know that there's a famous one that was the president and yes, was assassinated. He was. And then he had family members and they've done other stuff. Yep. But I don't the know. The Kennedys. Is there a Bobby Kennedy? I think Yeah, there a was a, there was a Bobby Kennedy. If, okay. As far as I know, he was the least attractive Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Like I is like the Kennedys are kind of renowned for being that, you know, dashing Hampshire, New Hampshire, you know, sweater around your around your collar on a yacht type of Kennedy regalness type of yeah. stuff and we call uh, those yuppies and yeah I'm in the 80s we it. called them yuppies right. we did we called them yuppies john yeah. so th- i've been glued to that because that's been incredible they do they started gathering last night they've been How there long all are they night wait? long because clearly i don't know no are they still there up. like this i feel that this is very embarrassing for them i'm embarrassed for them i'm kind of embarrassed for them too but i'm also kind of not because let's just keep rolling with this I'm kind of not. Let's just keep rolling with this. Okay. Okay. Now, listen, let's talk about some international uh, vapings and the such as that are going on. In fact, we're just going to jump into it. This is our only main thing. Yeah. Vaping worldwide. That's what we're here to do. And we're going to start off our trip around the globe in the good old United States of America, where vaping is just out of control. Nothing makes any sense anymore. Um, I think we're all kind of up to speed on what's going on in the United States, but there was some recent, uh, recent order recensions. Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> I think I'm, there's lots of legal terms, and I'm not a lawyer, but I know yesterday, I believe, and Jim McDonald from Vaping360 has one giant article that mm-hmm. it, he's mm-hmm. constantly updating for all of these like legal lawsuity appeal things. Yep. So if you want all the deets, go look at that. I'm sure Nick can put it in the description or something. In the chat um, and the description. But um, from what I recall yesterday, I believe Avail Vapor their MDO'd stuff was, let's see, I think it was like halted pending a re-review of their- Re-review, right. Something, so they're not being enforced against while they re-review the application. It's, yeah, legal terms. There's probably a stay word in there somewhere. Stay, yeah, yeah, stay, marketing stay. Uh, The most recent one was Avail. Yeah, Avail Vapor. Uh, it, Avail Vapor is huge, big, mm-hmm. big, mm-hmm. big, big company. Uh, what mm-hmm. Avail Vapor did throughout 2017 and 2018 was just buy small vape companies and bring them under the Avail Vapor sort of umbrella. They were buying a lot of like uh, brick and mortar retail shops and swapping them to Avail Vapor shops. Avail Vapor is a big company with lots, 
lots of products on the market, but they're back under review uh, as well. And it's great because, like you said, Jim McDonald has this whole, like, huge list, list of vape companies challenging their FDA marketing denial orders. We've talked right. about some of these before. Seven Days LLC, Avail Vapor, um, Bad Modder Fogger. I love that name. I know. I and know. I love that that is like a name that's out there in the ether now. It's like the FDA is being served a lawsuit by Bad Modder Fogger. <laughs> and I just love that so much. I just picture like a, a modder from like 2012 that's like building his own tanks or something. And he calls mm -hmm. them modder, big modder foggers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I picture. Uh, but BD Vapor as well. Uh, Breeze Smoke LLC, Cloud House, Cloud9 Vapor Products, Diamond Vapor LLC, E-Liquid Brands LLC, ECS Global, Electric Clouds, Fumizer. Fumizer or something? Fumizer? Fumizer? Fumizer. Why does that same name sound familiar? Let's do some uh, fact checking here on Fumizer. Okay, they do e-liquids. They do e-liquids. Some of these are hard to track familiar. because it'll be like, like Triton, for example, is right. like a liquid manufacturer that manufactures a bunch of lines that we've all heard of, right? Like yeah. Suicide Bunny and all kinds of stuff. But it's not called yeah. Suicide Bunny. It's called Triton, which is like, who is that? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Oh, this, okay. So Fumizer does Twist. Oh, okay. I think I'd heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist. And... It says Twist is still in PMT review. It's back under PMT review. Twist is a wildly popular e-liquid brand. I've heard of it. Wildly popular e-liquid brand. Fuma Gripum, Gripum LLC, mm -hmm. uh, Johnny Copper, Liquid Labs, Lotus Vaping, Magellan, which is uh, a huge distribution um, organization, My Vape Order, Nude Nicotine, Prohibition Juice Co., Simple Vapor Company, SV Packaging, SWT Global Company, Triton, Turning Point Brands, Vaptasia, lots. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say lots. lots. Lots of U.S. vendors that were served MDOs are fighting them legally in the courts. Mm -hmm. I think this is great. I think this I, is just I the national it. anthem is playing in the background right now. Right. I'm like, yes, USA, let's go with some lawsuits, baby. Let's bring the FDA down because... FDA pretty clearly bent some rules by creating new product new standards, standards without yeah. going through the process. So right. we know yeah. that they yeah. already did that, and that's yep. bad and wrong and possibly not legal. Potentially. Potentially, uh, potentially unlawful, illegal. as that judge mm -hmm. said. Mm -hmm. Potentially unlawful. And so far... Now, all we've heard from these lawsuits is two of them, one of them, right? It was just uh, one of them. The Turning Point Brands judge basically right. sided with Turning Point Brands and said, no, what the FDA was capricious and possibly unlawful. Oh, no, unlawful. that was Triton. The Triton? Turning Point's one that they filed, and then FDA went, whoopsie, uh, my bad, and yeah. put them oh, back in review. Just so they kidding. didn't even have to like get into court stuff. They filed, but they didn't have to go very far. FDA voluntarily, you know, withdrew the MDO or whatever they call it. Right. Uh, Triton is the one where we had the um, judge write their opinion on the stay pending, you know, further hearings on the mm. actual appeal itself. They're the ones that got spanked by the judges 
um, that was Triton, which Spanked. happened. We talked about it on the vlog, but I think it happened yeah. in between this TBN and last TBN. Yeah, it definitely did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you came on the vlog. That was so fun. Dude, the Halloween vlog was so fun. I was Iron vlog. Girl. It was amazing. It was kick ass. Well, so I actually, I had two costumes. You were a I Jedi. came on earlier and I was a Jedi. And then I left and then I came back as Iron Girl, if yeah. you will. Iron Woman. And I Iron have a dope mask that you that really opens and light. You really want to see this mask. Yeah, you what do. a great, what a great time. Oh, that, that was, was super fun. fun. That was super fun. I think we did talk about it on that vlog. And yeah, this judge smacked the bottom of FDA deliberately and yep. forcefully. And yep. it just felt good. Yeah, it did. Just, it just felt good to see uh, US FDA getting put in their place a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we're at. There is still. The call to action for the vapor tax, right? Right. So the interesting thing about the vapor tax is from what we understand right now, it appears that it has been removed from the plan. Oh. But that is good. Oh. However, as we know with these Breaking things, news here on TBN. Uh, Amanda talked about it on yeah. Monday. Um, we've known this a little bit. People aren't like jumping up and down and celebrating. It from and, the rooftops. Right. We're not because these things can pop right back in at a moment's notice. If you let up pressure, all of a sudden the next draft that comes out, it's back Oops. in there. Vapor you know tax. what I mean? Yeah. So it's not a it's out in the current draft. But that doesn't mean it's going to stay out and we need to keep pressure on. So please keep doing the CASA call to action. If you've already done it, do it again. Get it your again. mom to do it. Get your dad to do it. Get your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, your neighbor, anybody you know. Get more people to do it. If you've done it so many times you're blue in the face, start tweeting at your legislators. I mean, yep. just keep the pressure on yeah. because while it is out, we need to keep it out because if we get lazy, they can, oh, they're not looking. Oh, put it back in right in there. At the, yeah, and yeah, unfortunately, that's just the reality of how it works in the United States. Right. And this is going to be a thing like the a vape tax is something that I think we are going to be fighting in perpetuity till fucking forever. Yeah. They're always going to want to tax the States and shows. localities are doing yes. it too. Like we have to fight this on a bunch of fronts. Yes. Always, always fight the, always fight the tax. Always fight but the tax. It's, that's insane that they want to tax. Oh, like a crazy amount too. So uh, like what crazy you, what amount. we've been doing is working, but you need to keep doing it. Now is not the time to rest. Now is the time to, it's like you're so close to the finish line, right? You got to yeah. keep running. Keep pushing. It's right there. You can see it. Keep running, okay? Keep sending those calls to action. Keep tweeting. Keep calling. Keep sending emails. All the things because we're going to make sure this stays out of the bill. Yes. Yes. Make sure that this stays out of the bill. That's actually some, like, okay news that I we know. think it's, that this has been pulled. Yeah, it's exciting. That, I, but, I breathed us a little yeah. bit of a sigh of relief. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So, with no nicotine tax, that means that some things are going to be a little bit safer, like DIY. You know, this was gonna this nicotine tax was going to affect a lot of things. Oh yeah, uh, detrimentally. Um, that's good. And news. synthetic that's as good. well. And synthetic as well. Yeah. <laughs> synthetic this is a crazy as well. Tax. Just and the fight's not over yet because it's not over until that bill gets signed and we know it's not in there, right? Yeah, that's and we know for up sure. until that point that a signature is put on it, they can slip it back in there. So yes. do not 
keep the pressure on. Can chasing clouds and flavor reduce? Do the call to action more than one time yourself personally? I think that you can. I feel yeah. like I've heard people tell me that they can do it. So I believe the answer to that is yes. Absolutely, Chasing Clouds. I think there was a super chat that came in too. Uh, Sexy King Phil uh, says, I placed an order on TBD eLiquids website. I got Rainbow Sherbet and Berry Cool. Oh. Two 30 mil bottles for under 40 bucks. Have you tried any juice from this company? I cannot say that I have ever heard of TBD eLiquids. Have you? I have not. To be determined eLiquids? To be determined eLiquids. But look, it looks like you got a screaming deal. Two 30 mil bottles for under 40 bucks. I feel like all things considered, that's not bad at all. Now I'm full DIY at this point. With so. the oh, you are full DIY. I am. I'm full you DIY. You just DIY all your own e-liquid. Yep. What do you got? Like one flavor, and then that's it. Uh, I do one flavor. I've experimented a little bit. I talked to my DIY friends. I've uh -huh, tried uh -huh. a couple. I actually have. <laughs> so I have a little storage compartment back here. Yeah, yeah, as you should. As you should. All of my various oh, recipes. Okay. All my you know recipes and things that I've tried. Um, I haven't found anything that I'm like as obsessed as my like go-to flavor. Sure, sure. Um, sometimes uh, somebody suggested that I add a little bit of blueberry to my go-to flavor, and that mm. was quite delicious. Oh, so I might do nice. that again. Um, but I'm all about that. Like, if it's some kind of red candy, I'm into it. You know, yeah, like a give it to me. Yeah, because my 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 all day vape is a raspberry red licorice, basically. Yeah. And so I've tried like a couple other variations with like Swedish fish flavoring and licorice and other things. And you know, but like my my one is like oh, it's my favorite. So yeah. I've been playing around. Somebody sent me a um a recipe for a clone of. Do you remember Carnage by Animal? Yes. Dude, that, I love I vaped the bananas out of that flavor yeah. um, for a long time. And so I want to try the clone and see how good it is. <laughs> Neferan says, wow, the big bottle. Yeah, this is like somewhere around 470 milliliters. And so I mix up one of these bad boys. I need to do another one because I'm getting low. Sure. And then I transfer it into my, you know, smaller bottles. Sure, and like, sure. this lasts me, I want to say like probably a month. Mm -hmm. I put dates on my recipes so I know when I made them. And that lasts you a month? Let me confirm that for you. I don't want to oh. report fake news. Yeah, don't Let's report. See. We need to fact check this shit. Uh, let me fact check. Hang on. I have to go through my... And it's, Here we go. Like, so you just do three milligram, right? Mm -hmm. I made okay. this on the 22nd of September. Mm -hmm. uh, it is now, what, November 2nd? Oh, yeah. And I've still probably got... Oh, well, yeah, over a month. One or two two 60 mls that i could get out of this and i yeah. do a 60 ml uh every four ish days i think if i'm not mistaken so yeah it lasts oh. me over a month um and that's how i roll these days yeah sexy king phil give me them recipes here's oh, the thing mm -hmm. yeah i like uh i like i like i don't know I, here's the thing i don't diy it's i have so I, I know people so that diy and mm -hmm. I just, um, at this point with e-liquid, I'm at the, I'll just vape whatever I have phase. I'm not being picky with anything. Mm -hmm. I keep some of my special liquid bottles that I really love. Like maybe I'll ration those a little bit, but mm -hmm. I get great liquids from like my patrons who DIY, from my subscribers who DIY. Sometimes they'll try to be like, here's a gig clone. Here's a this clone. Try this, mm -hmm. try that. So I feel really fortunate to be able to have this like smorgasbord of e-liquids yeah yeah yeah. 
and I'm at the point where I don't throw anything away. Like if there is one mill in a bottle, that mill will get vaped. Oh yeah. No, Nothing go, is getting thrown away. I go all the way down to when I'm like trying yeah. to drip and it's like making that like ketchup last of the ketchup farting out of the bottle sounds. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. ah! like, come on, give it a minute. Give me one drip. Give me two drips. Come on. No, no, I go all the way, but yeah, no, I look, see the, here's the crazy thing. So I've been making soap as you know, for yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know, a year or two or something like a while, probably somewhere between one to two years. I've been making soap. If you guys didn't know, soap. I love making soap and it's good um, soap. Oh, thank you. I mean, it's legit thank soap. You. Thank you. I give it to Nick. He has special shaving soap that I made for him. Mm -hmm. And a brush. Mm -hmm. And a and brush. A yeah, it's like old-fashioned shaving, you yeah, guys. So I make a shaving soap. Soapy. You soap it up. It's the and best. It. It's the best. Mm -hmm. And now I'm shaving a lot more. You know, my mm -hmm. whole face. Mm -hmm. All the men that I have sent my shaving soap to are like. It's yes. legit. Yeah, it's legit. And it lasts forever. And it lasts forever. <laughs> So you just went from soap to e-liquid. So basically that's, <laughs> sorry why I get real excited talking about soap. You have to cut me off. Um, so I've been making soap for a while. And when I, when I started doing DIY, I was like, oh, this is just like soap. This is mm -hmm. fine. This is easy. Mm -hmm. you're, you're a tiny scale with your tiny bottle and you're weighing things out. That's all you're doing. It's really yeah. easy. Yeah. Really easy. It's yeah. just like making soap, except you don't even have to heat anything up. So that's even better. And you don't have to taste your soap either. So that's. Uh, no, you don't taste soap. You might sniff it, but you don't taste it. You don't the most taste annoying, it. The most annoying thing about DIYing for me is like letting things steep. That drives me insane. I yeah. like instant gratification. And I've talked to, yeah. I know some people don't steep, but with my like candy fruit flavors, uh, from what I've heard from most people, it's best to let it steep for like two to three days or so. Just, just mm -hmm. to, you know, let it, all the flavors co-mingle, if mm -hmm. you will. Look, I but agree. I'm, I have to set it aside and I look at it and I'm like, are you ready yet? You know, mm. one thing that you might look into, um, and this is just pro tip from Omboy OC. Occasionally, okay. uh, like when we were creating uh, that baked line, Dwayne was down at my house like for three weeks in a row and we just spent every weekend just mixing, mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. mixing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. one of the things that he had, now that we're way off topic, one of the things that he had was a... Uh, uh, you know, you put the glass beaker on it and it mm -hmm. stirs your e-liquid. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh -huh. warms it as it's stirring it. Oh, and wow. while it's happening, you can like notice it changes color. Like it warms and stirs it and it like speed steeps it. So you huh. get a little bit more of like a steeped flavor out of your fresh mix. Fancy. Look, it's a thing. It's cool. I'm not, you know, I'm not telling you to. That is very fancy. Yeah, fancy. I've worked out a system wherein, like, I check, right? And mm -hmm, when I'm getting mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm. low, so, like, probably in the next week or so, I will make a new giant bottle, and then I will set it off to the side. And by the time Let I finish this, steep. the other one's ready. Oh, that's smart. That's you got a good system. If only our U.S. FDA could be so, like, efficient? could have a system that was that yeah. efficient. That they don't. And that's why we're lawsuits lawsuits in the usa and that's just how it goes and that's where we're at yep in the united states of america obviously we'll report back as much as we possibly can um let's move on to Australia. what the Australia? australia was that short for australia okay i yeah, was like Australia. why don't i know what that country is 
Australia, here's what I learned too is I didn't know that the uh, you know I apologize to the Australians and any New Zealanders in the chat. Your flags are very similar, okay? The New Zealand flag and the Australia flag are real close and I thought Google was pranking me when I was searching for them because I'd search for Australian flag and it would bring up what looked like the New Zealand flag and I'd go mm-hmm. that doesn't quite look right. Two different flags that look very very similar. Gotcha. Um but in the world of vaping, Australia is not in a great place right now with vaping. Probably, yeah. I would say the worst spot right now for vaping is Australia, unless you count India or making it like flat somewhere, out totally somewhere illegal, where it's go like to completely jail. illegal. Yeah. Go to jail. I can't think of a, wor- a place that's worse off than Australia. Sticking with that horrible prescription model. Horrible yeah. prescription yeah. model. It's inconvenient. You have to jump through hoops. Uh, the Australian Medical Association is encouraging doctors to not give out nicotine prescriptions. So mm-hmm. if you can find a doctor that will give you a nicotine prescription, then that's just a bonus. And then you have to plan ahead with how much nicotine you want to use so that, you know, if you use 12 milligrams sometimes or 3 milligrams sometimes, you have to think about nicotine concentrations and how much nicotine you're going to use like over the course of the year before your prescription runs out. It's insane. It's in, it's actual insanity. But one person in Straya, the great Dr. Colin Mendelson, who has been on this stream in the past, is written a book and he's releasing a book that's called Stop Smoking, Start Vaping by Dr. Colin Mendelson, The Healthy Truth About Vaping. I'm very excited about this book. I don't know if it's going to make any huge waves in Australia, but I would really like it to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to add this book to the list of books that like, I don't read. I have uh, Jacob Greer's book. Oh, I still haven't read that. Don't that I him. still haven't read. I haven't Jacob, read I'm sorry. I'm going to do it. I, I swear know. To God. I keep saying the same I'm thing. I'm going to. I keep saying the same thing. You want to see how far I got? Nope. Contents. That's how yeah. far Nick got yeah. in this book. I think I got like three pages and then I got distracted. It's not that it's bad. It's just that I have a hard time sitting down and reading a thing unless there's like vampires sex or something i'm really right. down for that right but right. not so a much hard time the like tobacco policy and, and yeah. i oh, need look, to do it you. i'm gonna do it it just haven't yet yes same <laughs> same so i'm adding this book to the list of list of books i need to read the colin mendelson book i'll read it after the rediscovery of tobacco and uh, i always show this book but logan exhales sent me this book uh, on oh, yeah. liberty and drugs that this one I got a little bit farther into. I was on page 10 oh, of, of okay. on liberty and drugs. Okay. My biggest problem with reading is uh, well, I'm dyslexic, so it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Super difficult. But look, Colin Mendelson has a book out or it's coming out. You can get it anywhere. Books are, are books and get the book and read it because Colin Mendelson is one of the doctors in Australia writing nicotine prescriptions and he's one of the few he's one of the few people in Australia you know apart from other big advocates like Alex Wodak he is uh really a big voice of vaping in in Australia now 
As far as I know, the prescription model in Australia started October 1st, and that's it, and that's where we're at. I don't know if there's any uh, uh, fighting against this, petitions or uh, calls to actions or any sorts of things like that. Unfortunately, that's just where it is in Australia, which is weird because I think we're going to start selling our baked line in Australia, mm. which doesn't make much sense, but I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. One thing that here, I wanted to say this about Australia too. Uh, the the TGA, which is their, uh, you know, basically their FDA, their Therapeutic okay. Goods Administration, the TGA. So the TGA did a press release today, today, November 2nd, warning consumers of counterfeit nicotine vaping products being sold online. Fake products known as counterfeits intimidate genuine vape products but may contain undeclared or hazardous ingredients. If a product contains nicotine but is not declared to contain nicotine on the product, it is a counterfeit product. And then they go on to say they're warning Australians, you know, about uh, these counterfeit products. New laws were introduced October 1st, 2021 on how nicotine products may be imported and advertised in Australia. These laws were introduced to prevent adolescents and young adults from taking up nicotine vaping and potentially smoking, while also enabling current smokers to access these products for smoking cessation. What a magical product in Australia. One device can cause kids to smoke and adults to quit. It's incredible. It's like mm -hmm. nothing I've ever seen before. Yeah. That's crazy to me that the Australian government said that. Be careful of counterfeit products because some of these will help adult smokers and some of them will make kids smoke. It's the same product. Australia doesn't know what wildly different, different things. <laughs> yeah, wildly different things depending on if you're 18 or 20. Because if you're yeah. 18 and you vape, you'll smoke. But if you're 20 and you vape, you'll quit smoking. It's a miracle. Magical little device. Magical little device there in Australia. It defies the laws of physics. <laughs> it defies the laws of all, like all reality. How can you say that the same product will cause kids to smoke, but will also cause adults to quit? The same product. Get yeah, with like a two-year age difference. Like, come on. Straya. Straya's in the weeds. Straya's rough spot right now, and I don't know what can be done in Straya other than just keep growing that black market like have a booming black market have such a good black market that people still continue to quit smoking mm -hmm. in spite of what the government does in spite of what the government does should we save all the good news till the end no let's see. malaysia when was the last time anybody talked about malaysia and vaping but there's honestly, there's actually some pretty good news to report mm -hmm. in Malaysia. So Malaysia is a huge market. We kind of touched on this yeah. before. Mm -hmm. Big, big vaping Lots market. of vapors, yeah. Lots, lots of vaping. Lots of vaping. Uh, Jim McDonald and Vaping360.com says one of the world's largest vaping markets will finally include legal nicotine when the Malaysian government formalizes its plans to regulate and tax vaping products. Consumer products containing nicotine are currently illegal in Malaysia, but the Malaysian harm reduction, uh, what was the, 
it wasn't Kafra. It was another guy. It was one particular guy in Malaysia who was like heading all of this up. Or maybe I'm getting that confused with somebody else. I don't know the answer to that. Ah, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of a different country. I've been trying to, you know. You've been looking at a lot of countries. I've been looking at a lot, like a thousand different countries today. Uh, Jim says, Malaysia has long enjoyed a large and thriving vape market, one of the largest in the world, despite nicotine being illegal to sell, except for licensed pharmacies and medical practitioners, or practitioners and for medical purposes only. Government enforcement of the law has been spotty, although police have occasionally conducted large-scale raids and seized products. Did you ever see any of those Malaysian uh, raids on vape shops? Mm -mm, I did not. There, years ago, years ago, I remember in the vlog and like the news and advocacy, we were talking about uh, Malaysia and there was this group of, uh, you know, Malaysian police officers all posing outside of a vape shop with like, you know, their big score. It was like if it was like bricks of cocaine or something, oh, but geez. it was just bottles of e-liquid. Oh, these just, drug war photos. Just bottles of e-liquid. Yeah. Super drug war looking photo. They did not they did not like vaping in Malaysia. The citizens did. Mm -hmm. The government did not. But here we are in 2021. It says consumer vape advocates from Move Malaysia, an industry. Oh, is that trade what you were thinking of? Move it Malaysia. Might have been what I was thinking of. Move Malaysia, an industry trade group, have worked energetically to promote reasonable regulations of nicotine vaping and have successfully reached the public with stories in major Malaysian news outlets. It says Malaysia will become a rare exception in Southeast Asia where vape bans are common. Rumors earlier this week that the government would soon legalize nicotine vaping caused anxiety among tobacco control groups in Malaysia. Oh, Can cry you, more. Cry more. Could you imagine that? Tobacco controllers getting all uppity in their panties about vaping. About people quitting smoking. Right. About people quitting smoking. The wrong way, though. It's the yeah. wrong way, the Danielle. Wrong way. Switching isn't quitting. Not this way. This way. Yeah. Switching isn't quitting. <laughs> Switching isn't quitting, Danielle. So, good news in Malaysia. That's yeah, huge. good job, Malaysia. I think that's a big deal in Malaysia. And, you know, when I talk about, like, vaping being a global thing, we can use countries like Malaysia now and say, look at what they're doing with vaping. Look at what Malaysia's doing with vaping. Look at what Japan is doing with vaping. Look at what New Zealand is doing with vaping. These are all other examples of vaping being successful in these countries and these can now become like, you know, kind of like the UK is a little bit of like, oh, look at that example. Look mm -hmm. at that empathy. Look at that mm -hmm. meeting people where they're at, getting them off cigarettes with the, you know, yep. look at that. Examples. Unfortunately, we, we still live in the United States where we still have uh, our Food and Drug Administration. We still have Mitch Zeller. We still have Mike Bloomberg. We still got all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Mike Bloomberg is going to be a... Uh, reoccurring theme today especially as we get into europe because that's all mike bloomberg cares about is ending vaping ending mm -hmm. ending nicotine addiction it's insanity it's insanity um let's pop over to the philippines the philippines have had a long ordeal i would say with vaping long ordeal with vaping it's been illegal it's been not legal it's been illegal again it's been um uh, fda uh was caught 
taking money from foreign interest groups in in the Philippines. And so they've after this, after this was exposed, the Philippine government decided to craft their own legislation. And they have their own legislation now called the Vape Bill, which is going to do something similar. Hang on, let me get to my tab. If you could guess how many tabs I have open right now. I don't even want to know. <laughs> it's uh, it's bonkers. It's bonkers how many tabs I have open right now. Let me get it to the It will give me anxiety if I see it. There's probably like 60. Yeah. Uh, no. no. I mean, not quite that many, but it's definitely in the double digits. It's definitely in the double digits. Uh, I get anxiety if I have more than like five open. <laughs> I have so many open, so many. So they have this vape bill. They're just calling it the vape bill. It's SBN 2239 in the Philippines. And what this is going to do is something very similar to Malaysia. It's going to legalize and regulate nicotine vapor products. And of course, of course, there are people standing against this as there, as there would be. And the uh -huh. arguments that they're using are, believe it or not, Youth vaping initiation. Where have, we, where have we heard these talking points before? Youth vaping initiation. Um, the poisoning aspect of it as well. Oh, come that's on. a big look. That's a big deal. Look, uh, but I want you to know. I don't know. I'm thinking of the wrong country again. I'm thinking of the wrong country again. I think I'm thinking of Australia because mm. Australia is big on the. This is a poison. There's been multiple calls to poison mm -hmm. control centers, and it was something like 49 calls to poison yeah. control centers about nicotine between 2016 and 2021. It's like over the course of six years, there were 40 calls to poison control centers about nicotine. That and there were millions <laughs> of calls about like household bleach or Lysol <laughs> right, right. or you right. know yep. whatever you have under your kitchen sink or in your bathroom like drawers. Like, yes, come on. Yes. That is crazy not, that, is, that is a non-issue so that's yeah so that's what uh the philippines is kind of uh you know that's some of their talking points as well there's lots of support for this bill but there's also lots against this bill this is just one of those things we're gonna have to just see how it plays out because one of the things that this bill did that doesn't make any sense to me if you're trying to legitimize vaping and legalize it and tax it why then in that same bill would you lower the vaping age from 21 to 18? To get more lower smokers? It? Yeah, this this bill, this vaping bill, one of the big reasons that there's so much pushback on this vaping bill is they're lowering the legal age from 21 to 18. And people are freaking out. And I'm like, that's yeah, that is a weird flex. Like that's a weird move, Philippines, and I don't know why. I can't I, mean, I, don't, I don't get know. it. To get more smokers? Are there more smokers between ages 18 and 21 that need vaping? Is it just for vaping or is it for smoking? I'm pretty sure it's just for vaping because it's included. This this vape bill is only for non-combusted tobacco products. Well, maybe they're trying to increase like 18-year-olds who are smoking, smoking? To get them to switch with vaping. Yeah, I mean... It, that would make sense, and I'm not against them lowering the age. It's just mm -hmm. a weird move in the middle of controversy it's like that. Surprising, but it's I mean, surprising. I was never, I was never a fan of raising the age. Because, no, me neither. Me I neither. Mean, I don't. I started smoking well before I was 18, so 13, 13. <laughs> didn't super help. Yeah, <laughs> didn't super help. 
didn't super help. So if you're in the Philippines, you know, I'm not exactly sure how it works in the Philippines. I think Duterte gets elected every six years or something like this. So there's, I know there's Congress type people that you can uh, reach out to and make sure that they're supporting this vape bill. Cause if mm -hmm. this vape bill passes, you guys, we, Philippines gets to vape again. Mm -hmm. And uh, it would be a really good thing. So if you're in the Philippines, try to, you know, again, I don't, have any connections in the Philippines as far as like I know there's the coalition of Asia Pacific harm reduction advocates CAPFRA you can mm -hmm. get you can join up with them there's a lot going on in that Asia Pacific area and now you have you know you have Malaysia Malaysia's going the opposite way so hopefully the Philippines gets on board and hopefully this bill passes and in the Philippines we can now get legal regulated legal vaping products vapes for everyone vapes for everyone which that's all i want i love hearing that about the philippines because i i'm very sentimentally attached to the philippines through vaping because back in the day everything cool everything cool in vaping came from the philippines every i cool do remember mod, that they always had the cool best like hand carved the, mods and yeah, stuff yeah high-end mechs dope rdas like everything cool came from the philippines so I kind of like I'm sentimental about the Philippines and I want vaping to really succeed there. Really very much succeed there. So uh shout out to the Philippine vapors. Keep that party going. Keep that party going in the Philippines. What about Ukraine? What about Ukraine? I didn't know anything about Ukraine and, uh, and vaping or vaping in the Ukraine. But apparently, it's very illegal there. <laughs> very illegal. Uh, this is one of the you know overarching themes of today is Mike Bloomberg and the World Health Organization. So all that the Ukraine really did was implement the World Health Organization's framework on tobacco control. Mm. They pulled an India and just straight up banned it all. Oh, super. Banned everything. So if you're in, if you're in Ukraine. Vaping is super illegal there because of because of the World Health Organization. Because of the World Health Organization. Um, there was some pushback against this before it was implemented, but not really any at all. And now after the fact, there are lots of other European and UK-based public health agencies just kind of pointing out why this is ridiculous and why FCTC should not be going so forward with prohibitionist stances and this organization CAC K-A-C CAC Knowledge Oh, Knowledge Action Change Knowledge yeah. Action Change CAC No fewer smokers around the world in 2021 than when the World Health Organization's Framework Convention on Tobacco Control was enacted Global institutions insist safer nicotine products pose a threat when evidence shows they offer a significant opportunity to help smokers quit Harm reduction, long integrated into World Health Organization's response to drugs and HIV and AIDS, but not smoking, which kills 8 million people a year. I'm glad that people, I'm glad that there is like important people and important organizations going after the World Health Organization. That gives me a little bit of, uh, I don't know, hope, faith, right? Someone has to stand up to the World Health Organization and, and the Ukraine just banned vaping. 
like recently, like within the last, what was this, month? Oh, summer. Did they full ban it or did they just put a bunch of restrictions on it? Uh, it just says uh, restrictions on vaping products, including a ban on vape flavors, use in public spaces, any advertising sponsorship promotion of the products. So it's like a de facto ban. It's like you mm -hmm. can't use it anywhere. You can't advertise it anywhere. You can't tell people about it and you can't have flavors. Yeah. <laughs> Do it so alone at home unflavored yeah. under your bed. Yeah. Or, no or go buy cigarettes, dude. They're everywhere. You could go to the store and buy cigarettes. You go to the convenience store, buy cigarettes, buy cigarettes. Get your nicotine in the most dangerous way possible. <laughs> Sigh. Sigh. So that's the Ukraine, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Uh, there is... Where the hell did uh, Zealand go? There was a little bit. Of, I had a little bit of New Zealand news. New Zealand is actually doing most everything pretty correctly as far as uh, vaping goes. Oh, I don't have my Zealand flag. Oh, there it is. Yeah, New Zealand. Woo! Well, that is really similar to the Australian Very, one. Look at, look at. It's, the little stars are just slightly yeah. different. Yeah, let's see. Let's try that to put one? these next to each other. Okay, so that's Zealand. Straya. It's white stars instead of red stars and one, with white outlines. And there's two missing stars. Yeah, and there's that's very close. Very if you close. Paying careful attention to the stars. Very you might be close. Confused. I was confused. But here we are in New Zealand. Now, New Zealand, they started kind of doing everything right a long time ago. This is where A Billion Lives first premiered, and it made such an impact in the country that they're like, yeah, vaping, harm reduction, here we go. So they've been kind of going down that road. The problem is what we're running into in New Zealand is some more hot Mike Bloomberg action. Mm. Because there has been a, uh, you know, there's been um, some talk of alarming results from New Zealand's youth vaping survey. Alarming, alarming alarming results apparently in new zealand there could be a youth vaping epidemic 26 percent of students reported vaping and 15 percent reported smoking cigarettes in the past week that is enough evidence for a gateway effect to be said of course mm -hmm. half of those that were vaping were vaping more frequently and apparently this is something they track in new zealand higher nicotine doses as well higher nicotine doses so the youths that admitted to vaping also admitted that this year they're vaping more nicotine than they were last year does mm -hmm. that sound like something information that a youth would just give up <laughs> i don't know i would say I have, no i have questions about that it also says this is a voluntary and anonymous survey, yeah which is a little like is this uh, one of these online ones or how did they i would be interested in learning about the methodology on this because it gets dicey it gets real dicey and like if this was an anonymous online survey i garbage complete no, and total yeah, garbage yeah no credibility maybe you know more credibility if they actually like gave it in schools or you know directly to students or something i don't it just depends there's also like people i don't know there's a there's a lot of factors that go into this and i yes. don't know that i necessarily trust the 
Asthma and Respiratory Foundation of New Zealand to conduct a very accurate survey. Right, so. like a accurate, but they said it's the biggest ever youth vaping survey. The biggest ever youth vaping survey. I mean, large sample size is good. Mm-hmm. That That's good. It doesn't, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'd need more details about this. Yes, we, we everybody needs more details about this because they do the F they do the CDC thing where they go right. We did this survey, and we're going to tell you the percentages of the data, and then you go, well, can we look at the data? And they go, no. Okay, well, where's it's ours. the data? You, you have can't to just see trust it. Us. The data is available nowhere in this. They don't even reference to it where you can see the data. Yeah, I don't know. They just talk about it. They don't even. I mean, I feel like if, is it difficult to put references? Is it difficult to go, oh, youth smoking went up in San Francisco and here's all of the data the that shows it. Yeah. Here's here's my sources. Here's all of the data. I don't know. I get a little, uh, I get very suspect when these advocacy Sus- organizations themselves try to conduct their own surveys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even the CDC doing the National Youth Tobacco Survey has issues. So if this was just done by like, you know, uh, like a body parts group, you know, like American Cancer Society did their own survey and here's yeah. what they found. I would throw that shit right out yeah, the window. Right like, in the garbage. Nah, nah, not yeah. into it. Don't no. trust that for a second. No. Don't trust so, that for a second. Yeah, I don't know. Because also when you do a survey and you know that they're looking for a certain outcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're looking for a certain outcome. And it's like. There's all this complicated shit about how you word survey questions that mm-hmm. can like for you know mm-hmm. encourage people to. It's very Answer complicated. In a surveys, way. yeah, yeah. Polling and surveys, weighted is a questions, loaded questions. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And it kills me. They do they do that FDA thing where they're like, we gotta talk. We gotta tell the kids about vaping. We have to have a an education thing about vaping to warn kids about the danger of vaping um, because some of them aren't aware of vaping and it's like okay well they are now yeah yeah like they are now dummies why would you why would you do that all your friends are doing it but you shouldn't all your friends are doing it and, and you shouldn't it's like also it comes in fun flavors and it's really easy to hide from your parents but don't do it but don't do it we need oh to educate God. more kids about vaping in New Zealand. I, every time I see those kinds of things, I just picture that meme. Like, uh, what's that guy who's like, hello, fellow youths. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, yeah exactly. Greetings, like, fellow no. youths. Mm. Exa- that's it. Greetings, mm-hmm. fellow youths. Greetings, yeah, fellow no, youths. Like, do you not understand how psychology of a teenager works? Like, no. it's not that complicated. No, it's not. I mean, it is, though, too. It is. it is, but it's also See, not. Yeah, I mean, it is, but it's also not. That's very true. You have to understand the rules of the teenage brain, and then once you get those down, you can pretty much, like... It'll make more sense. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> It'll make more sense. Well, so that's where we're at New Zealand. They're still vaping, but there are rumblings of a youth vaping epidemic in New Zealand. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, let's see. We talked about the Philippines. Uh, real quickly, Luxembourg. Real quickly, Luxembourg. This isn't directly related 
to to vapings um where i can't find it now but luxembourg i thought this was great luxembourg is going to be the first european country to legalize weed legalize growing your own weed in oh, luxembourg in luxembourg you can grow three plants now of cannabis uh, and you won't go to jail you know if it's for personal use you can grow oh. three plants and i think that's incredible this is the first country in the european union to like take on the eu commission and go ah we're going to legalize it we're going to decriminalize it and make it legal for personal use and we're going to let our citizens grow three plants i think that's incredible that's dope do it grow your plants do it grow your plants do it and grow your plants mm -hmm. so it's not directly vape related i don't know the vape nicotine vape laws in luxembourg i'm assuming that luxembourg I can't even is find luxembourg on a map privy so. to uh it's near uh belgium i believe yeah I'm, i don't geography man it's a tiny little country tiny little country just a little spot just a little tiny little country luxembourg uh, Luxembourg's great. I've been through Luxembourg. I haven't stopped in Luxembourg. I don't know the vape laws there, though. I'm assuming, like Ukraine, it's probably World Health Organization, FCTC. I mean, that's a good guess. It's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty reasonable guess that that's what's going on in Luxembourg. So that's what's going on in Luxembourg. And then I guess, lastly, is that really all of the countries? Did USA, Malaysia, Malaysia, New Zealand, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, UK, Luxembourg, Did Philippines, you, you have one for EU. Ukraine, EU, I guess that's where we're going to end up, is the E, the EU. So this affects a multitude of countries. Do you know how many countries are privy to the FCTC, like the World Health Organization's Framework on Tobacco Control? I, I don't no know exactly how many are in it. No, hundreds, hundreds of countries, right? I know it's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of countries, and Europe is currently doing this whole uh, beat cancer. Europe's beating cancer plan. We're gonna mm -hmm. beat cancer. We're gonna beat it, but we're gonna beat it uh, without vaping or anything like that. It says uh, Europe's beating cancer plan aims to create a tobacco-free generation by 2040. It is based on four key pillars, prevention, early diagnosis, treatment, and follow-up care, with seven flagship initiatives and a number of supporting actions. Doesn't mention uh, harm reduction uh, in there at all. Doesn't mention uh, less harmful alternatives, uh, snooze, smokeless tobacco, vaping. Doesn't mention any of that. Okay. I don't know how you're going to beat cancer without harm reduction, but that's okay. I mean, a lot of this sounds like they're talking about like non, you know, just any kind of cancer. Like yeah. with skin cancer. Skin prevention, cancer. Yeah. Early diagnosis, Absolutely. treatment, follow-up. I mean, Absolutely. that's your standard cancer, you know. When you, when you think of cancer, you think of two cancers. You think of breast cancer, you think of lung cancer, and sometimes you think about prostate cancer. So when I read or skin into, cancer, skin too. cancer, yeah, skin that's cancer is is a pretty common thing. I mean, that's a pretty common thing. Did you say lung? Lung, yeah, lung, breast. There's a Those lot the of cancer. That's like the two big cancers, though. The, you know, they have their own things. Uh -huh. It's like the lung lungs have their own health orgs, 
And, you know, Susan G. Komen, and we have pink ribbons for breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. And That's like, breast true. cancer yeah. is. There's a lot of advocacy uh, for that. There's those. a lot of advocacy yeah. for breast cancer. A lot of advocacy. Rightly for that. so. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, look, all cancer is actual cancer. So it's fucking terrible. Yes. But lung cancer, I mean, when you talk about your, when you talk about cancer, you generally think of smoking and lung cancer and throat cancer in people. You know, smoking-related cancer, which is easy to slow down and stop with less harmful alternatives. But the European Union is, look, they're they're privy to the FCTC, their World Health Organization, all the way. So they're going to be pretty prohibitionist. They're unfortunately going to be pretty mm-hmm. prohibitionist about this um my favorite part of this whole thing besides what clive bates clive bates is a little is a little cynical though isn't he well ah. clive bates is a legend he's a legend i like clive bates a lot he does come across to me as uh, as a little bit cynical he says uh european union lawmakers seem more concerned with eliminating nicotine use than cancer it's hard to know what motivates them, though. They say their goal is reducing cancer, but they act as though it's more to do with eliminating nicotine. I believe they will never succeed in achieving a nicotine-free society because it's a popular drug without harmful side effects and not very dangerous when consumed as smoke-free products. I agree with all that. I like what he says when he says the commission implicitly rejects the value of switching from high-risk products like cigarettes to low-risk products like snus. He says, this is a grave error, but I doubt it was by accident. There's that there's that cynicalness, the cynicism of Clive Bates. I feel I like it's doubt based it was on by experience. Accident. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's probably true. Clive Bates has a lot of lived experience in the field yeah, of does. tobacco control. So when he kind of like is a little bit snarky about it, saying, This is a grave error, but I doubt it was by accident. Kind of implying the EU, like the, the, they know full well, like of course they do, full well, full well. This is not an accident. Um, my other favorite part from this is, I don't know how the European Union continues to ignore snus and continues to ignore the Swedish experience. I know it's so ridiculous. It's infuriating, dude. In Sweden, smoking is almost down to five percent. It's like hovering it's very, around this five percent. It's mm-hmm. they're almost technically a non-smoking country, right? Because of the direct product substitution between cigarettes and snus. That's mm-hmm. it. And the European Union still is, uh, you know, snus is illegal. Yeah, it's a they banned it. They banned it completely, despite all of the non-smoking happening in Sweden, where snus use is allowed to, you know propagate and proliferate everywhere and they have from what i recall reading they have like insanely low i think the lowest like in the european union yeah general cancer rates general cancer rates snus isn't causing cancer either any more than like any random person off the street could get cancer so it's not like you know because a lot of people falsely believe that smokeless tobacco and oral tobacco cause like crazy rates of cancer yeah totally doesn't a lot of people use snus in Sweden, and they have also one of the lowest cancer rates in mm-hmm. the EU. And they last use I saw. snus, they they embrace it. It's like a thing. Yep. It's a, oh, yeah. snus is a thing. We talked about those little snus boxes a couple of months ago, like the little mm-hmm. Swedish snus boxes. Like it's a thing. It's part of their culture. Part of their culture is to not have cancer, and they're succeeding really, really well. 
I mean, mm-hmm. Sweden is killing it, not literally, figuratively killing it with snus. Mm-hmm. Just killing it. And now in the U.S., we have uh, FDA saying that snus is a reduced harm product. Snus is just as big of a harm reduction as vaping is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's crazy to me that you can look at cold, just cold data of cancer rates in Sweden. Cold data of cancer rates in Sweden. And then the European, you know, the parliamentary group goes, nope, still illegal. Yeah. Cigarettes are the only option. Doesn't make any sense to me. European Union does not make one lick of sense to me. European Union. So that's where we're at kind of, I guess, with the European Union. They're trying to beat cancer, but they're trying to do it without vaping. I'm assuming it's European Union, FCTC, Prohibition, Framework on Tobacco Control. And that's our trip around the globe. But we have to do the UK, though, Oh, yeah, we do have to do the UK. How do we not end up in the UK? We're like... That's I the thought we were saving it one. for we're last. Saving the best one for last. In fact, let me take a bio break real quickly. Oh. So, yeah, you can just. I'm just gonna talk to you guys in chat. Yeah, hey, chat. Just, it's whatever. Run the show. It's your YouTube now. I'm just, I'm just doing whatever. Okay, let's see what's, uh, what's going on. Somebody talked about Swedish fish in chat. You guys, I love Swedish fish. Okay, they're delicious. I'll tell you a short story. So we bought Halloween candy right for halloween this is our first halloween in this apartment that we now live in and i thought perhaps we would get some trick-or-treaters so we bought a a bag of like one of those variety packs but i picked one of the good ones that had like swedish fish and like sour patch kids and reese cups and kit kats like the good candy oh um twizzlers that that's my definition of a good variety pack of candy so we bought it not a huge one because i was i didn't want us to have too much but like you know a decent sized one no trick-or-treaters zero trick-or-treaters showed up at my house it was incredibly depressing my husband was all ready he got dressed he put on his the iron man helmet he was going to answer the door it was a whole thing and no no trick-or-treaters I mean, what are we going to do with candy when we have no trick-or-treaters? Well, apparently we're going to eat some of it ourselves. And that happened. So we definitely didn't eat the entire bag, although my husband has to hide the rest. That's what's going on, okay? Mm. Because I just can't. It will call to me. That bag of candy, I I will hear it whisper sweet nothings in my ear across the apartment. Like, yes. so it's hidden somewhere hopefully last i saw he put it in the closet and i was like i know i'm watching you put it in the closet friend like I can see the candy and he was like well i mean if you're gonna eat it just don't eat it in front of me and i'm like no you have to hide it from me like get creative like somewhere i'm gonna have to I don't, part of me is like go check and see if it's still there and the other part's like the don't do it you should because we're on like a very restrictive diet. I am not supposed to be eating candy, you guys. Mm-hmm. Like not even a little bit remotely yeah. supposed yeah. to be eating that. But I want it so bad. And that's your little story time is that I ate candy on Halloween when I wasn't supposed to because okay, we got dude. no trick-or-treaters and we had a bag of candy. See, uh, the first year we moved here, I thought we would get a ton of trick-or-treaters. Got zero. Same situation. We ended up, it was like we went overboard 
overboard. I was like, we live in the suburbs now, dude. We're going to get so many trick-or-treaters. We got to stock up. I like decorated mm-hmm. the house. I was so pumped. Mm-hmm. None. None. It was depressing. It was one of the most, my first Halloween here was the most depressing Halloween because no, I got two kids. One kid dressed as Spider-Man. Another kid, I don't even remember what he was wearing. Two trick-or-treaters. That's it. That bums me out. Yeah. And then we had See, to I eat didn't, candy. I knew not to go crazy <laughs> because I had a theory. I was like, babe, we, so our street that we live on is like a bunch of apartment complexes, mm-hmm. like independent, you know, like one landlord who owns a building that has like eight units sure, in it. It's sure. a lot of the mini apartment complexes. And then ev- all the entire neighborhood surrounding us is all like single family detached homes. Mm-hmm. So I was in my head, I was like, I was talking to my husband. I was like, babe, what if they skip our street? They might skip our street and go to all the houses. You know what I mean? Oh. And he was like, no, they'll come. And I was like, okay, but let's not buy too much candy because I think there's a definite possibility that none are going to come. I ended up being right. You ended up okay. being right. That's okay. That's fine. I'm just saying. Uh, but I did get to eat some candy. So you did so gorge on some candy. Yeah. We did the same thing. Maybe I'm okay with being wrong. <laughs> See, we did the same thing and like, we just didn't care. We just kept eating the candy. We're like, fuck these kids. Let's just eat this candy. And then it got to the point where, like, I didn't want candy anymore. Oh, that I can't hit that point. It I got there. I didn't think me. I could, but it oh, happened no. to me. I went and I grabbed a handful of candy and I got back to the couch and I opened my hand. It's like Tootsie Roll, Laffy Taffy, Bottle Caps, like everything I love. And I'm just looking at it going. I don't like going, that old fashioned candy. No more. I can't. No. I like new eat candy. Any more candy. What's wait? What's new candy? Okay, new candy is Sour Patch Kids, <laughs> um, red licorice, like twi- Twizzlers. Red licorice. Red licorice. You're telling me red licorice is new candy? I've been eating well, red licorice Twizzlers since I was is zero. New. If it was red vines, that would be like older. But Twizzlers is like newer. Okay, uh, Reese cups. I'd say Kit Twizzlers is like thirty years old. Swedish Fish. Swedish Fish is like the oldest candy on okay, earth. Okay, that's the only old candy I like. Is Swedish Fish. All I'm candy about, is old candy. Only not, good old old candy is good candy. New candy kind of mm, sucks. No, I'm into new candy. I like new candy. Mm. There's a like I don't like Whoppers. I don't what? like. You don't like Whoppers? No. What is that? I it's love like a Whoppers. plain cocoa crispy with shitty chocolate. It's on the a outside. malted milk ball, and they're for the Whoppers used to be my go-to theater candy. No, every no. movie I saw for like Twizzlers. decades of my life was Whoppers, 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 Sour Patch Kids, Whoppers, Whoppers, oh, Whoppers. No. You guys, okay, I feel like you have to agree with me on this. The best movie <laughs> right, candy, Matthew. okay, is you buy M&M's and then you buy buttered popcorn and then you mix them together and you eat them. That is the best movie theater Okay, candy. wait, what is it? One more time. M&M's. Okay. M&M's. You can get any kind you want. You want plain, you want peanut, you want sure. whatever you want. I want peanut. And then you mix it with buttered popcorn savory sweet salty oh it's so good if you've never done it y'all need to stop watching right now go to the <laughs> movies streams over get you go a popcorn and m&ms and mix it i prefer it with the peanut m&ms personally but you do you you mix them together in your mouth or if you don't want to mix you could grab a handful of this one handful of this one and then together i get that I so like, I'm a, I am personally, let me answer this run real quick question in the chat. Barbara, yeah. yes, I would like a gingerbread house. You should send me a gingerbread house to decorate and I will decorate it. I like decorating gingerbread houses. Now, I am a big fan of the mouthful mixing of foods 
in mm-hmm. that I like mm-hmm. to, you know, sometimes it's like I'll take some almonds and some cheese and some chocolate and I'll put it all in my mouth and just eat it. I was with you except for the cheese. I know, but the cheese is the best part. The cheese, let me tell you. With chocolate? With chocolate and like Mm -hmm. almonds or some sort of like a cashew or something like that. It's amazing. I could do the cheese and the nut and the chocolate and the nut, but not the cheese and the chocolate. The cheese and the chocolate. Cheese and no. chocolate go great together. No. What are you kidding me? Dark Mm-mm. chocolate, sharp cheddar. It's no. You should try it. I'll try it's, it's the popcorn thing. <laughs> no, popcorn thing is boundaries. objectively amazing. <laughs> Cheese and chocolate is not objectively amazing. Okay. That's like, I'll jump, I'll do a little hop, but you have to jump out of a plane, right? No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. That is not a fair trade. Skittles and popcorn? That's not a, I feel like that might, that might be a negative uh, experience. I don't know about Skittles and popcorn. See, that's, that's just, like sugary sweet. I mean, Skittles are great. Don't get me wrong. I don't know that I would eat them with popcorn. I though. probably wouldn't eat them with popcorn. Go with the M&Ms. That's a better pairing. It M&Ms. reminds me of uh, the Simpsons. There was that Simpsons joke where they had a product in Springfield called uh, um, nuts and gum together at last. <laughs> that sounds gross. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Sounds terrible, but that's kind of what the popcorn and the M&M's made me think of. See, thank you, Jason. He says no cheese and chocolate. Thank uh, you. Thank well, you, chat. Thank vape you. and Wolf. Listen, this is, A, my chat, so they're more loyal to me than they are to Danielle Jones. You guys, back me up. Two, cheese does not Vape and chocolate. Wolf, chocolate and cheese works. Thank you, no, Vape and Wolf. No, Appreciate no, that. No. Appreciate that. Jason oh, says no cheese and chocolate. All right, no cheese and chocolate. Baguette, cheese, chocolate, and wine. Yeah, exactly, Mowgli. It's a it's a very you know uh, Parisian. What do you like putting them all uh, together and dunking them in the wine? What's happening right now? No, no, you you enjoy them separately and then you let the flavors coalesce in your mouth hole. I don't know. I love cheese with everything too, Jordan. I'm here for it. I'm here for cheese time. Let's actually talk about the UK real quick. Yeah, let's get sorry. Because it, you went to the bathroom and then I, I went know. candy crazy. And then all so hell broke loose. It, it, it's not my fault. But let's see if we can hear this. In UK. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the United Kingdom, huge news out of the United Kingdom. Just mm-hmm. when you thought that the United Kingdom couldn't stand behind vaping any more than they already do. Mm-hmm. They're going to actually, officially now, is I don't know if it's through the NIH service, uh, prescribing e-cigs for smokers to quit smoking. Right. Actual, not, not, not the Australian only prescription no. model. No. But the UK has a additional prescription model. This is for, in my opinion, the way that I read this was, this is for the smokers who still don't trust vaping. Right, this is for exactly. the smokers who are misinformed, who aren't ready to try vaping yet. Com- coming from their doctor, they might be a little bit more inclined to try it if it's in the form of an official prescription from a doctor. Right. And That's so the, the way goal. I understand it is they're opening up a new pathway mm-hmm. for certain products, kind of like sort of, but not, but sort of like the FDA <laughs> pathway of like, okay, you can go through this and then become uh-huh. like a medically licensed product, yeah, which yeah. then your doctor can prescribe, but all the regular vapes in the vape shop are still going to be available. It's just if certain products want to go down this pathway, right. 
then they can and then doctors can actually prescribe them and they would actually be covered by the national health right. system you know their single payer healthcare system right right prescribe i think this is awesome i love the shit out of this there's nothing i don't like about this it's mm-hmm. great it is going to help more smokers it's going to help smokers who are on the fence maybe have a little bit more confidence in the technology because it's being prescribed by a doctor to them right it, it further legitimizes the technology of vaping and i love <laughs> i love that the uk did this because now there is an even bigger disparating you know gap between how the u.s regulates vaping and how the uk regulates vaping it's grown Mm -hmm. even bigger now and become more apparent and more of just an eyesore more of that and that's what we need this is great news shout out to the uk because then also if there are people who can't afford vapor products for example absolutely getting it via prescription through their you know healthcare system I think it's like virtually free. Yeah, basically, you just, you just pay zero. So you just pay whatever. Helps, helps with disparities, you yeah. know, for, with wealth and income and things like this. Uh-huh. Um, I think there's a lot of great stuff about this. I know that there are a few people who have brought up some potential concerns to keep an eye on. Let's right? hear them. Like, Let's hear the potential just, concerns here. So potential concerns to keep an eye on are making sure that this pathway is in fact doable right because one thing we know about regulatory pathways is just because they exist doesn't mean they're doable as we've seen (laughs) i've heard some criticism that this pathway needs some work some streamlining so hopefully perhaps you know those issues would get resolved um i have heard some people comment that they're a little worried about the possible potential that you know products that let's say do get through this pathway in the Mm -hmm. future might want you know because of how companies can be some sort of crackdown on products that are not sure gone through this path. Sure. Com- companies are competitive and you know how it I goes see so that. keep an eye out, making sure that this is an option not you don't want australia not the only way that vapes right. can come to market just right. one of the possible ways right so kind of keeping an eye on those two things to make sure that the pathway is actually doable yeah and then it doesn't completely eliminate the non prescription you know pathway yeah and i could that is a really good point i could see i could see that kind of unfortunately possibly becoming some sort of reality especially with the idea of like shops or convenience stores if there is a what do they call them in the uk chemist if there's a chemist open oh like a pharmacy like a pharmacy um or or even like a convenience store i could see them wanting to only stock approved like nih approved e-cigs or something like that and not necessarily businesses do that stuff you know know? yeah you gotta gotta keep an eye out they're slippery little guys Mm -hmm. sometimes so just making sure that that doesn't become a thing right right we we've seen that here in the u.s right like companies mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. if they get a PMTA, of course they're going to be all like, "Well, if you don't have a PMTA, I did all this work, so yeah. you don't get to freeload and keep selling with it." They get competitive. They want yep. you know the advantage. It's what companies do. You know, it's what companies so just do. Keeping an eye on that and making sure that nobody gets a little wiggy. You want both. Nobody gets a little wiggy. Options. That and like even worser case scenarios. Now that I'm just spinning out in my head about this, there could be. I mean. Look, 
we know that the 2009 family smoking prevention, whatever, control shit was mm-hmm. written by Big Tobacco. Yep. Campaign for Tobacco for Kids and Big Tobacco both wrote this. Yep. What terrifies me in the UK is the ability... I mean, they have very, 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 very low, like third lowest or something with tobacco influence. Mm -hmm. But the idea that one of these maybe overzealous vape companies that are approved in the UK could attempt to sway parliament. I'm not, you know, I don't know exactly how it works, but maybe our product is the only legal product. Right, right. You know, that, in a yeah, legislative that's way. About. That's yeah. yeah, that's garbage. That's so we want to make sure that's, that's that's not a thing. Yeah, we have to make sure that that's not a thing. Have to. But other than those two potential, you know, stumbling points. Yeah. Yeah, get, let people Huge. get it through the NHS and get it for like free and from their doctor and yeah. yes. Yeah. Dope. Smoking rates in the United Kingdom are going to go crazy down even more. Mm-hmm. Even more. And the UK is really like, I'm not trying to put all my eggs in the UK basket, but they are strongly, strongly standing up to the World Health Organization. COP9, I feel like I've been talking about this forever, but COP9 is happening like next week. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Here. And there's the, the anti-event that's going on. Scope. Right? Yeah, scope. scope. Alex and I are doing a thing if you guys want to come watch. Oh, are you? Yeah, there's a big yeah. live stream going on uh, all day long during COP9, but it's yep. Scope. I think I mentioned this uh, on the li- on the vlog maybe? Scope? I had all I had like three Scope tabs open, but yeah, now yeah, I don't yeah. know where any of my Scope tabs are. But yes, Scope. Alex um, and I are doing our segment is... Assuming I have all the time zone things right, which I'm pretty sure I do. Mm-hmm. Me and Alex are going on on Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, my time. Okay. Uh, so Monday the 8th at 4 p.m. is when our segment is. It's an hour. Um, so if you guys want to come watch, Yahoo. Oh, did your camera oh. go out? Is it my show again? <laughs> <laughs> yep, take over. It's the Danielle uh, So you guys, show. Candy. Let's talk some more. I'm just kidding. Or soap. Let's talk. You guys want to talk about soap? You like soap, don't you? You want to hear all about how I make Not it? as much as Danielle Jones does. You don't. Although there is an interesting amount of people uh, that are very fascinated with my soap making that I learned when I used to do another YouTube show called That's What oh, She yeah. Said. Oh, yeah, yeah. People really like to hear. I still get people are like, how's the soap making going? John Haymaker loves to ask me about my soap making. Yeah. Make, well, makes should. me happy. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on quite right. There it is. Here we go. We're back. I'm back. I'm back in a second. Just oh, know, in it's, a second. It's, okay. it's the delay. I think it should. Uh, there it is. Ha. There you go. Ha. So yeah. Scope. So yeah. Monday, scope. 4 p.m. Pacific. If you want to see me and Alex, there's tons of cool people doing cool panels. CAFRA is uh, the organization heading this up. So I mm-hmm. believe if you follow them on Twitter, they have schedules of everything. Time zones are hard, but I believe in Super you guys, difficult. and you can do I'll it. I'll put uh, all the pertinent links that you need to watch the scope stream down in the description below. I'll link to the Coalition of Asia Pacific Harm Reduction Advocates Twitter. They're a great Twitter account to follow. You know, if you want to keep up on that side of the mm-hmm. world with vaping mm-hmm. regulations and stuff like that, really great account. And uh, yeah, scope, scope. 
and how many people are involved in this scope? It's dozens and dozens of people, like dozens They're and dozens of specialists. They're streaming like 24-7 for almost a, like a week. There's a lot of slots. So there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of slots. Yeah. It's like anytime you're awake, you can find something to watch. Let yeah. me tell you. Like there, I saw, I got a little glance at the schedule. It's crazy. There's a lot going on. Yeah. A little glance. Oh, no. No. Ah! Where is he? Is he coming? Oh, no. He's not here. All I have is Raja. Hello. <laughs> Do you That's remember it. that time that I broke myself laughing so hard when I pretended to be his arms? Yes. You that was still still top 10 like funniest moments oh, ever God. on this YouTube. A hundred percent. I broke. I was crying. <laughs> it was were. bad. You, I, just, <laughs> I just thought it was hysterical. You broke hard. 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 Oh, yeah. You guys in chat, you're so cute. I don't sell my soap, you guys. I just make it for friends and yeah. do trades and stuff. Can't, can't just... buy it. I had, here's one. Oh, Canada, oh, our wait, home and native land. That's not land. in our Google Doc. What's I going know. on? I know. I'm throwing the whole system off. Okay, surprise so, switcheroo? Is that what you're doing? It is. It's a surprise switcheroo. I learned from the best. I learned from Mitch Zeller about the surprise switcheroo. Well, let's end with Canadia. Canadia is in the weeds as well they're they're in a real rough spot they've had uh there's a flavor ban on the books i don't know that it's uh fully come to fruition yet but canada is in a rough spot i did get some canada news off of twitter from uh rights for vapors i believe tweeted this out and they tweeted out saying that um health canada and Rights for Vapors are hosting a webinar together? I'm not sure exactly how this is going to work, but it says Rights for Vapors is hoping, hosting a webinar with Health Canada, and we want to ask them your questions. So I'm going to put a link down in the description to where you can submit a question to ask Health Canada directly about vaping, because evidently... Rights for Vapors and Health Canada are doing this webinar together. I don't know what could possibly come of this. You can ask Health Canada your questions directly about vaping, I'm assuming. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if you're going to get answers. I don't know if this is going to change policy or anything like that. But here, I'll put, it, I'll put this Google Doc in the chat. I'll put this Google Doc in the description. That is all I could find on Canada other than Everything kind of sucks there like everything kind of sucks here in Canada. Flavor ban, use bans, uh, different uh, you know territories are treating it in different ways. In Nova Scotia, there's a flavor ban, but like across the river or whatever the lake, there's not a flavor ban. So Canada's trying to get all on the same page as well with vaping. So the only positive thing I saw, again, not to repeat myself into the ground, you can ask Health Canada a question if you want to, if you're up for it. I think you should ask Health Canada a question and watch this webinar. And, okay, then lastly, this is the last. Oh, no, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. It already happened. Yeah? It already happened. Uh, are, it we, was that, are we out uh, of things to talk about? Yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, I guess I can still mention it. It still exists, but the global state of tobacco harm reduction, the uh, 
fighting the last war live stream that happened that's like four and a half hours long with dozens of different experts clive bates was on there i saw adam Mm -hmm. breeze tones post about it today and uh i started watching it but i looked at it went oh this is four hours long all right but this is like i don't know the alternative cop nine kind (laughs) of Scope is the alternative cop nine. Scope is the alternative cop nine, but there is the GST the GSTHR stream that I'll put a link down to uh, down in the description. Down in the description. And I guess what I want to leave everybody with today is that we are part of a global community. A global community of harm reduction advocates, ex-smokers, and vapors. This is a global movement. And I've talked about winds changing, tides changing. That's kind of happening all over the place. And where they're not changing, they're going to change because the antis are just doubling down on all of their bad speaking points about gateway effects and, you know, hogwash, hogwash. That's what I'm going to call it. There's brain worms. Brain worms. It's hogwash. It's all hogwash. The science is going to win. The science is already winning. The science mm-hmm. won a little bit in the United States. We got a view solo. Where's my view solo? Oh, no. Oh, that's right. I put it up on my shelf. I put it on oh, display. You're done with it? I pu- I'm done vaping it. I put my view solo. Here, I'll get it. I'll get it. But I put it in a very important display spot next to a lot of other really important vape things. And this is like a monumental U.S. the first approved e-cig from FDA. Yep. This is going to go in the Smithsonian of vaping, right authorized. there. Author, sorry, authorized, authorized. The first just for the historical accuracy. I know, authorized. I know it's authorized. Um, we did have one other super chat from Sewer Rug that just came in. Thank you for your education as always. Caught this one way too late, so replay crew for me. Thank, I really appreciate that Sewer Rug. Get on that replay. Lots of good information. Appreciate you, bro. I'm going to slide in those DMs and we'll talk about an RTA. Sounds good, right? I know it does, Sewer Rug. I know it does. So, yeah, we're a global community. This is being fought in in all countries across the globe. And there's been advancements. Places like New Zealand, places like Malaysia, places like Venezuela are legalizing, taxing, and regulating vaping for adults. And that's the way that this is going to go. But man, it's just going to take a really long time to get there, I think. I know. A really long time, especially if you consider that after 14 years, this is the first authorized e-cig from FDA and the technology has already moved light years past yeah. this. Light that's years. Like some 2012 stuff. Light years past this. It is crazy. So the science is winning. It's just it's just real slow. Yeah. It's going to take time. This is it's, a war, not a battle. This is a war, baby. This is a war. This is going to be a years-long war. And look, I'm here for it. My anticipation for COP9 next week is through the roof. Like, through the roof. I can't wait. I can't wait to We're not going to gonna be happens. able to know what's happening. We're not going to be able to know. Yeah. Closed doors. They don't invite anybody. That was another no, thing from... the media come in. That was another thing from the Philippines, too. Uh, I might as well throw the, the Philippines country flag up here while we're talking about them. Uh... Tobacco farmers in the Philippines are really upset with World Health Organization as well because they are restricted from attending 
even though oh, yeah. they are stakeholders in the industry, you know, mm -hmm. giant tobacco farmers. I was reading the Philippine tobacco farmers are not happy about being left out of COP9. Industry stakeholders are not happy of being left out of COP9. It's crazy what will get you ejected from COP9. Crazy. Something's going to change. Something's going to happen. That's it. That's all That's all I know how to say. Something's going to change. Something's going to happen. We already see it. Happening. Eventually we'll win, guys. You just yeah. got to hang, hang it, in. It, yeah. And one of the things I've been holding on to this little statement for years now, but I had the opportunity to meet and talk to the great Alex Wodak from Australia, harm reduction guy from Australia, career, career harm reduction guy in Australia. And he said something to me that stuck with me when he said, harm reduction always wins. These measures always win. Because they work. Because they, they actually work. Because work. they're effective and they work. And you can only pretend that they're not effective for so long. Yep. They're always effective. They always work. Harm reduction will always win. It's just a matter of time. And I went. People eventually, yeah. Okay, Alex Wodak. Like, this is your career. You've been in this space your whole life. I'm trusting you that the science is going to win on this. And I'm trusting I mean, it him. Becomes, and it's winning. It becomes negligence at some point to continue yeah. ignoring it. Because yeah. you could be saving people's lives and you're not. Right. Just because you don't like it. Right. I'm, and imagine, like. Okay, it's time for a bad analogy. I want to end this stream with oh, a bad yeah. analogy. It's time for a Get bad me. analogy. Cars. I love the car analogy. Love the okay. car analogy. And mm -hmm. I got to thinking about the Australia prescription model not making any sense and trying to figure out a way to explain that so that someone else would go, okay, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. And the mm -hmm. car analogy is the only analogy I can come up with. And it would be the idea that, like, cars are dangerous and in an effort to 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 stop you know casualties from car accidents we're going mm -hmm. to enforce fines if you roll through a stop sign we're going to enforce exorbitant fines if you go through a stoplight there's going to be exorbitant fines for speeding mm -hmm. these are the things that will help traffic collisions mm -hmm. and then someone on the outside would go well what about harm reduction like what if we put a big poofy balloon that pops out so that when you get in a collision the person doesn't die Mm -hmm. What about something like that? Mm -hmm. It's the equivalent of them going, well, if you wanted to, you could get a prescription to have this feature in your car. And you pay for it. And you pay for it. And you have to decide how much you're going to drive throughout the whole year so that your airbag prescription lasts that long. Right. Because if you get to the end of the year and your airbag prescription has run out, we're just going to come to your house and cut the airbag out of your car and you'll just have to drive the dangerous way from now yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. No. That makes that makes no sense. And that's a little bit of a straw man argument, but that's the only thing that made sense to me. Like, mm -hmm. people standing against harm reduction? What if we just prevented people from dying, not preventing the things they do that we might not like? Exactly. Crazy! Anyway... That's my rant about harm reduction and, and a bad analogy with cars. Or seatbelts. You could do the same thing. It's like they come and cut the seatbelts out of your car. Now you have to drive the dangerous way until you can refill your prescription to get the harm reduction products you need for your car. Right. It or a helmet. You can only or get a, a bicycle helmet by yeah. prescription only. See, that's a much better analogy. Yeah. Motorcycles or bicycles. You can only get a helmet by prescription. And without a prescription, you're just going to have to do it the really dangerous way. With its readily or just available don't do everywhere. it at all because yeah, we like or, that. 
or just don't do it at all because hashtag prohibition. Yeah, because we don't really like bicycles, so mm -hmm. we don't think you should be riding them anyway. Replace airbags with Jiffy Pop popcorn. I feel like that would not help in the case of a collision. I feel like Jiffy Pop popcorn would take way too long to pop. Wouldn't offer that much comfort with your face hitting it. <laughs> it would give you a snack while you're waiting for EMS. It would though. give you a snack while, yeah, while you're waiting to be scraped off the pavement. But get other to, than that, no. Get I don't, some Jiffy I don't know Pop that. popcorn. Yeah. So look, that's where that's just where we're at with vaping. That's just where we're at. And uh, I'm not going to continue repeating myself, but uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, more seatbelt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> more seatbelt means it's safer. You know, big, long seatbelt, big, safe, yeah. long seatbelt. That's what yeah. you need. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you need. Um, so shout out to all the countries doing vaping right. Shout out to all the countries doing vaping wrong. Keep, keep, keep going. Keep fighting. Keep fighting for what's right. You know, this is... Uh, it's going to come to a point. I'm just going to make a prediction. It's going to come to a point where it will be so plainly obvious that vaping is better than smoking that people will go, how could you have ever thought any different? How yeah. could you have ever thought any different? Well, how one's on earth? fire, one's not. Yeah, one's fire, one's not. One's fire, one's not. It, it's going to be so plainly obvious that it's less harmful uh, and and people who were previously anti-vaping are going to flip and go, yes, how could I have seen this any other way? So plainly obvious. So plainly obvious. Anyway. I don't, I, I really wonder what it's going to look like if they eventually flip. Like, how, what is that going to look like? Like, well, finally Here's we hit the, the threshold of enough science. <laughs> right. And now we can say, finally. you know, yeah. what's going to be their, their thing? Or like, well, see, that just makes me think of the burn pits from John Stewart. Yeah, I know. Um, How much guys, science is enough science? You guys, if you guys have Apple Plus, you need to be watching John Stewart's new show called The, the Problem. Problem with John Stewart. It's so good. It's so, spectacular. That's why we were passionately discussing the mm -hmm. economy right before the stream. Had a very because, lively discussion about the economy. Yes, very lively. You guys, you got to watch it. If you have the Apple Pluses, watch it. Apple show. TV Plus, John Stewart, he's uh, he's great. He's never great. not been great. He's always been great. Mm -hmm. And it's, I couldn't not, when I was watching that first episode, when he was talking about, well, how much science do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going, yeah, FDA, yeah, FDA, yeah, FDA, exactly. FDA, how much science do you need? How yeah, much science problem, do you need? This is not the only area where this happens, you guys. Mm -hmm. It's It's a great show. So I'm going to wrap this up. I really appreciate you guys coming out, staying informed, being part of the fight. You know, not everybody's cut out for advocacy life or that, uh, you know, legislative life. And thankfully, I'm happy to have a bunch of subscribers that are here for the cause. And I really appreciate you guys being here. Science is going to win. It's always mm -hmm. going to win. Mm -hmm. Always. Every single time. So from all of us here at the TBN headquarters, um, thank you so much for watching. Always keep vaping, do the CASA calls to actions, and just just defend vaping. Just defend it, bro. Yep. Just defend it. Okay, we're just going to do the wavy exit because I have no outro. Bye. Oh, no, bye. See you later. Hang on. Keep waving. Bye, guys. Oh, wait, we got a super chat. Keep waving. Oh, okay. Keep waving during the super chat. Vape and Wolf says, save the world, make clouds. Yes. 
Save the world, make clouds. Appreciate you, bro. Vaping Wolf, everybody else, peace out. Have a great evening, and I'll see you on Thursday. Woo! Keep going. Just keep waving. You're almost done. Okay, bye. Okay, hang on. <laughs>